Welcome back to Spend, Donate, Invest. I know it's not just me. There are a lot of things that keep me up at night. Climate change, inequality, pay discrimination. That's something we're going to be talking about today. And what surprises me is that we usually talk about how we can vote or protest. But I'm curious about the power of our money. Every week I read a listener letter. I do some research, talk to experts, try to come back and provide some thoughts. If you ever want to send in your question, please look for the email address in the show notes. I will never share your name. You have my word on that. Here's today's letter. I'm wondering how I can be an ally at work. I heard that there's a new pay transparency law coming into play. In the past, what always made me uncomfortable was thinking about the non-disclosure form I had signed, promising that I wouldn't share my salary with anyone. But over the past few years, as I've become educated about pay discrepancies, particularly for women, I have started to think that what my employer is asking me to do is unethical. So my question is, do you recommend pay transparency as a form of allyship? Uh, Yes. (laughs) I can't count the number of times I wished I knew how much my peers were getting paid because I just had no idea if I was being paid fairly or not. It's not easy to ask for this type of information when you're marginalized. Um, I, too, was worried about the non-disclosure form I had signed, although the older I get, the less I care about it. Um, And actually, around 2014, my understanding is that President Obama increased employee protections on this topic. So I'll include a link to those changes if you're curious. But, you know, I also had this vague sense of potential embarrassment What if I found out I was getting paid less than my peers? What would I do with this revelation? And how would it feel for my peer to know that too? On a purely rational level, it doesn't make any sense that I, a Black woman, would feel shame about being taken advantage of if it turned out my employer was underpaying me. But I think about the people who have been scammed in all areas of life. Maybe they've been cheated on by a spouse or taken advantage of by a home contractor. Even though we shouldn't be embarrassed about having been taken advantage of, especially when it has been well documented that women are paid less as a systematic problem. Even then, I felt a hint of fear about being ashamed at what I might find out. And so in most jobs that I've had, I have not had the courage to ask my peers to share how much they were getting paid to do the exact same work. So to be clear, even in the years where I have had the courage, I haven't (laughs) walked up to my peers (laughs) and ask them point blank, how much do you get paid? (laughs) Although I've heard of people doing this, I I have never um, asked anyone point blank like that. What I have asked is to say, all right, 
I'm currently getting paid X dollars to do this work that we both do. Obviously, you don't have to disclose anything you don't want to, but I've always wondered if I'm getting paid the standard rate. Do you know what the standard rate is for the work that we do? And that was about the level of the level of awkwardness that I was able to tolerate at that point in my life. (laughs) So if you're an ally, you can do one better. You can approach your colleague and you can let them know. Uh, So here's what you could say. Um, You could say, you don't have to respond to this, but I'm aware that sometimes women are paid less than their male counterparts. So without any expectation that you are going to respond to this, I just want to say that they are paying me X dollars to do this work that we both do. I'm going to walk away now. If you ever want to follow up on this conversation, I'm open to that. I hope you will forgive my awkwardness and take this in the spirit of allyship that I intended it. But of course, if you have feedback on that too, I'm open. And then you can walk away and let your colleague process what you've shared. Or if they want to engage, you can play it by ear. The idea isn't to drop a bombshell on them. It's to provide information that might be helpful to them. And they might never address the topic with you again. And that's okay. Allyship isn't about the thank you cards, right? (laughs) Or the expectation that someone's going to engage with you. And I guarantee you, after you do this once, uh, I think you're going to walk away with some thoughts on what went well and what didn't for next time. In different industries, allies are finding different ways to provide pay transparency. You didn't mention what industry you work in. Um, I'm aware that a group of authors have a Google document where writers are sharing what they were paid to write books. And if they want, they can include their name or they can provide some high level demographic information. For example, they might indicate they are a first time off a first time author who is publishing a young adult fiction book with a big four major publishing company. I've heard of groups of executives sharing that information with each other as well. This would be like a group of school principals or marketing directors. The challenge there is, from what I've seen, it seems like this type of transparency within groups tends to be when the groups are of the same demographic. So for example, it might be a group of women who are marketing directors. And of course, there's power in knowing what other women are getting paid to do the same work. But what would be much more helpful to know, obviously, is what men are getting paid. I worked at a company once where two people had the exact same job and were paid different amounts depending on what their college degree was. It was one of those things that people whispered about, but I never heard anyone speaking in specifics. And I wish there had been more pay transparency back in those days. For what it's worth, I've heard that Gen Z is not playing by the old rules and they are sharing that type of information with each other. So before I drop off, I did want to address one thing you mentioned briefly in your note. You talked about a new transparency, a new pay transparency law that's coming into effect. And my understanding is that the new pay transparency law is, it might not be uh, what, at least what I was hoping for. It helps. It's in the right direction. 
It is requiring companies to post a minimum and maximum salary for an available role. So that gets us closer to pay transparency. If you know that, for example, account managers at a at your job are paid between eighty and a hundred thousand dollars a year, and you know you're getting paid eighty, that tells you something. But I just wanted to point out that the new law is not doing what it's not doing is it's not saying, um, you know, that companies can't try to make us sign these non-disclosure agreements anymore. In the EU, they're working on uh, proposing some legislation now that would publish the range of pay for a particular role and would also protect employees who want to ask their companies, what's the data? Uh, Do you have a gender wage gap? Uh, you know, show us what's going on. I'm going to link an article from Wired. Uh, Here's what they say. An example of large-scale salary transparency is taking place in Iceland, where as of 2018, companies with more than 25 employees have had to prove that they pay equally for equal work and correct any pay equity gaps. If companies can show they pay equally, they receive certification And those without will incur a daily fine. A similar scheme for companies with 10 or more employees was implemented in Canada at the end of 2021 with a view to correcting all pay equity gaps by September 2024. So hopefully this is our future globally of all the issues we are facing as a world, uh, taking back this one bit of power just seems like such low hanging fruit right? I hope we can do better as a society. So write back and let me know how it goes. Thanks for joining today's discussion. You can always send in your questions by emailing the address in the show notes. The email address is spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. By the way, you can also tweet the show anytime at spenddonatevest at Twitter because Twitter's a hater and wouldn't let the entire podcast name fit. <laughs> so on Gmail, it's spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. On Twitter, it's spenddonatevest uh, at Twitter. And you can subscribe to the po- podcast on any platform that you prefer. And then please try to share an episode with someone that you think might be into it. That is the best way that... Um, You can help the show at this point. You can also click on the buy me a coffee link and chip in towards some of the requirements for the show, like getting some new gear and editing and website hosting and all of the behind the scenes stuff. So uh, one last thing, I've noticed that some of the podcast apps will let you put a thumbs up or like five stars uh, directly from the app. So please poke around your app and see if that's something you can do. Um, And then also, if you want uh, to leave a review on iTunes, that would also be fantastic. Thank you so much for those of you that have shared your reviews of the show so far. Um, Thanks for your support. And let's talk again soon.